coming up this season on The Bachelorette. After the show, it's the after party there. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Tony from the Red Beer Podcast, and we just watched episode seven. It's the Bachelor After Party with Becca and Tony, and you know who's here. Donald Trump and his Supreme Court and all the people he nominated, but there was just one. Uh, No, it's it's just me. Yeah, no, it's just, yeah, it's not Donald Trump, thank God. Um, Yeah, thanks a lot for interrupting another uh, episode of the Bachelor Bachelorette. It's I like how they pick the the Monday night Bachelorette to to do their thing, the Kim Jong Un and then and then this very un-American of them. Yeah. Uh, but there's six guys left uh, when we start the episode, and this is my favorite part of the season. I love the week before hometowns, and what I love more than the week before hometowns is hometowns themselves i love seeing where these guys come from i love seeing their crazy moms i love seeing their (laughs) overworked and mean dads not saying that the moms aren't overworked i love seeing the nutty siblings i'm excited about next week uh but overall great episode tonight great episode uh i'm gonna keep reminding people i've been team blake since the beginning and she definitely dropped some serious bombs about blake today in a good way so uh team blake going strong this is also the point in the season where I kind of my mind messes with me a little bit because I always think that the bachelor or bachelorette is so into one person and then I get invested in them. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh, they are so riding for them. And then like 10 minutes later, I'm like, oh, but I really like them together. This is why I love this part of the season, especially because as we narrow down, I know I hate I hate sounding like a producer here that writes these lines for them. But this is where the relationships start getting stronger and start getting real. Yeah, they do. I mean, there was a lot of good dates tonight. I think the people that went home were the right people to go home. Um, Like, I I honestly think that uh, I was saying from the beginning of the episode, Wills is going to go home. Leo's going to go home. Uh, Wills, I think he's a nice guy. I just didn't really see... Becca with him. What do you mean? Do you think the leopard shirts threw you off a little bit? I don't know. All of his different patterns, I think, were... I'm going to miss that, though. I'm going to miss those shirts. Yeah, every time he wore a shirt, it was like, you know, the magic eye. It was just... (laughs) No, I mean, I don't... I just didn't see them together. I I didn't. He was... The whole time, he's been kind of like trying to be like the... I'm going to lean back while I talk to you. Even like when she was saying goodbye and he already knew he was going home, he's like leans back on that like bench outside wherever they were. This is his body language. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I think he needs to be a little bit more uh, forward. Um, but Speaking of... That's funny. Our cat was just like looking out the window even though the blinds were down. That's like... Good job, Brad. Attention. You know what? I wonder yeah. where he gets it from. He's <laughs> coming up. He's coming up. He okay. wants to be on the podcast. So... I was also a little surprised by, yeah. <laughs> uh, I know this sounds really silly, but you know when they roll out all the suitcases and like there's three suitcases because there's three guys going on that date? Yeah. I was surprised that Will's suitcase wasn't like covered in patterns and like <laughs> leopard and glitter and like all this like fun stuff. Very basic. Uh, but yeah, so... Also, I, I know we're jumping around a little bit. And I know I say that every episode, but I, I do want to get to back to the beginning a little bit. Yeah, of course. I want to get to Colton. Um, I want to get to the whole virginity thing mm-hmm. uh, that he let loose tonight. Anybody, I think, at this point in their lives, when you're in your late 20s and you're looking to get married and you're not a virgin, I think you'd be surprised hearing that from somebody. 
Yeah, I mean, I think that that definitely threw her for a loop. I mean, he doesn't come off like the type of person that would still be a virgin. You know, like he's he's a good-looking guy. Like I have completely fine saying that. Like you can tell he he's like he works out. The guy he's a nice guy. Um, That's why I find it but, a little hard to believe. But at the same time, I mean, the whole like, but I don't, I don't, I don't think he was lying about that. I yeah. think he was completely I was being honest. But you know, and I said something in the episode that you actually had had were like, oh, that was a good point. Was you're welcome. Um, yeah, is that you know, not only is I is she questioning, you know why he's been a virgin for so long, but like if they do end up together and she's the only person that he has sex with, is she going to wonder if he's going to start thinking about what sex is like with other girls? Right. You know, her being the only girl that he's been with. Um, I mean that, I think that might be one of the questions that she's had in her head, you know, just because she's already had her heart broken and like, could this be another guy that could possibly do something like that? Um, you know, him being a virgin, what questions does, does that rise down the road or raise down the road? So I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's, it's, I give him a lot of credit for doing that because I think it takes a lot of balls, but I like the fact that he was on the same page and is giving her the honesty that she's been asking for. I think too, I don't want anybody to get the wrong opinion. Like what we're saying, oh, he doesn't look like a virgin. I know virgins aren't supposed to look like anything. It's just that it's interesting at this point of his life that he's saying, you know, here I am, I'm a big V and you're going to have to accept it. it it's very, um, and I know Ashley, I, uh, who's engaged to Jared, our boy from Rhode Island, uh, she's been very vocal tonight on social media about uh, why it's not even a big deal and why people, you know, blow it out of proportion. I do want to talk about their date, uh, their actual date, Colton and Becca tonight. They went on uh, the conch uh, date. Oh yeah, that was really funny. There was a lot of innuendo. Like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, especially like they were they were sitting at the table after, and he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Oh." He's like, "When I pulled it out, it just kept coming." Because they were talking about when they pulled the conch out of the shell. <laughs> she but wanted like, to see his big conch. But when they literally pulled that line out, no pun intended, it was literally supposed to make you think exactly what you think. Oh, when I pulled it out, it just kept coming. Like, oh my god. And then the fountains me? when they're yeah, kissing. Yeah, oh, they're so cheesy. Yeah, the fountains. But I mean. Whatever. He got a rose. We'll see what happens. Uh, uh, looks like there's some stuff going on next episode where Tia I know, and seems I, like she said, I think I'm a little sick to my stomach that it sounds like that's what she's saying, that she's sick to her stomach to think that they might actually end up together. But she also kind of gave Becca the okay like a while back. So that's kind of weird. Maybe she didn't think he was actually going to go that far. Or maybe something has happened since then. Like somehow... I don't know how he would be able to because I know they take away phones and stuff, but maybe he's reached out to her in, in some way and then that sets up the whole Bachelor in Paradise thing and then she sends Colton on his merry way because now I'm trying to think in the preview if we saw any of Colton's uh, hometown because I think we saw Jason, I think we saw Garrett, and I think we saw Blake, but I don't remember. No, we did, yeah, because he picked up that little girl and she's like, is that your girlfriend? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah. I was still thinking about the conch date because... <laughs> How about the guy who is like in charge of the conks and he's like kept teasing that he was going to make them a salad out of the conch. And I never saw that conch salad. So he's kind of a conch tease. Oh, my God. Jesus. You really set yourself up for that. <laughs> wah, wah, wah. Um, uh, but no, I, here's let's talk about uh, let's talk about Garrett for okay. a second. Um, so I've had my doubts about Garrett for a while and I just don't 
trust him. Not, not all right. Not that I don't trust him. I just don't. There's something about him. He seems fake. He seems phony to me. Like when they were like getting on the um the whatever the date oh the plane. He's she's like oh that's alright and he's like oh my god yeah it's like he just seems cheesy happy all the time yeah but and maybe that's ge- just his genuine self he's just a he's a happy guy he got out of a really cr- what sounded like a really crappy relationship and we've all been there wouldn't you be happy here's the thing about that and this is what I said like remind me because this is a uh, a thought that I had about Colton I uh, feel, Garrett uh, I'm sorry yeah Garrett uh here's my thing with him. And I don't want this to come off the wrong way, but this is the only way I can say it. Like, he has been in a relationship where it was an emotionally abusive relationship where this girl was, like, always coming down on him and, like, yelling at him. And he kind of took that. And I feel like I would expect somebody, maybe I'm just speaking for me personally, but, like, if somebody was actually coming down on me like that, I feel like you got to kind of stand up for yourself, man, and be like, you don't have the right to talk to me like that. Like you, you know what I mean? It's almost like if you're in a a relationship like that, he was allowing himself to get shit on for a while before he decided to get a divorce. And I just, there's something about that. There's something about a person who allows themselves to get treated like shit for a long time where he feels like um, maybe he's not good enough or he's not not worthy of something you know like the person that actually kind of sits there and takes it for so long and then gets to the point where they just can't anymore you know that it just got me thinking you know like what kind of a person allows himself to be in that relationship like that you know and 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 yeah i mean like he's he's happy with her now but i just I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say? Of course. Like, I just don't he's, know how to articulate no, it. No, I know. He's he's probably a pushover, a former pushover. I feel like he's kind of gotten his bearings back a little bit. I, have, okay, here you go. I think I think she would wear the pants in the relationship. Becca would. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. Okay, maybe that makes more sense. Well, I think Garrett... Which is not a bad thing. No, but he he brought up a really good point. It's like, you know, a lot of a lot of time, and I've seen this in, in friends of mine and family of mine who have been with people throughout high school and then in college, and then what's the next likely step? Oh, I guess we're going to get married. And then when you're that young sometimes, you just think things are just going to work themselves out. You're really ignorant to the fact that mm, maybe they're just not. You well, know? Were they? But I, it seems like he stated that they were like, it got like abusive like right after they got married. Like she got very aggressive. I'm sure there were signs before that. And I'm sure that it just kind of built from that. But I want to know, like, what is this girl as she's watching this unfold on TV? Like, what is the ex-wife thinking? Yeah, I don't know. I I just. I have hope for them. uh, I really do. I I don't know. Because like when it comes down to it, if she chooses Garrett, I, I feel like that they could be evenly matched. I mean, just the way. She's really sexually attracted to him. If you watch them, I don't know if it's completely... I know She's already said that. She's already said it's a physical thing. She's really physically attracted to him. Like, she's the one grabbing him. But it's different with with Blake, though. Like, with Blake, she said... Like, he was like, oh, you know, I, I love you. And then... And then she. Well, no, nobody said I love you tonight. It was like I'm falling. No, he in love. said I'm in love with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm in love with you. And then I mean, she. Semantics. And then she basically said, you know, I I was glad to hear him say it, but I I want to tell him badly that I 
feel the exact same way. And I could see him as my husband and she's dropping all these bombs that like, yeah, I was like, damn, like these are things she hasn't said about anybody else yet. And I mean, I just feel like their connection has always been there when they're together. Um, you know, whereas other people it's, I don't know. I just feel like it's a stronger connection. It's just me. I mean, I'll, I'll say it like it is. I was doubtful at the beginning of this episode if Blake was still going to be in it. Ugh, he was just so, he was so whiny. But it's normal. It's normal. It's completely normal. I think for guys to question everything and be kind of like, why haven't I gone on a one-on-one yet? Like, you know, you're, you're just, like I said, you're sitting there all day thinking about this one girl where she's on dates and doesn't have time to sit there and think about everybody else. She's literally in the moment with all these guys like fighting for her. They have to sit there in this suite and just think about nothing else but her and who they're up against. You're going to get in your head a little bit. whether they can see the Baja men live. I mean, these are yeah. all priorities. By the way, Blake's got some dance moves, not going to lie. I like, mean, you pretty said they, fly for a white guy, I hey, guess. man, who cares, man? Definitely, dude. I'm not going to say, like, I was like, all right, look at Blake, man. He's got some moves. Good, good stuff. Can we please talk about Blake's home-wrecking basketball coach English teacher for a second? Which, yeah. Homie broke up Blake's parents' marriage, and we're, I think we're going to meet this guy next week. This is this is crazy to me. No, that's the thing I was thinking that like the the woman that he was she, he was talking to with the weird eyes. Yeah, that's his mom. Yeah, the <laughs> one who actually like got together with like basketball coach slash yeah. I also teach English. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm gonna hang out with your mom later. We'll see if you get that A. Oh, like you know what I mean? It's creepy, man. And then it's just I don't know. It's There's weird. some LeBron Delonte West jokes in there. We're but... gonna have to see. Like, how can you go home and, and talk to your mom about a relationship when she yeah. broke up well, your parents' marriage? Parents like, have flaws. What can you do? I don't know. She was, like, cheating. It, it's very reminiscent her? of Dean. Remember Dean's situation from Rachel? I mean, it wasn't as bad as Dean's situation, but this is why we were anticipating Dean's visit because Dean's like, well, my family's a little... Yeah, they, like, they sat in like, a circle and meditated on pillows and weird shit. <laughs> and yeah. it was one of the most amazing hometown dates in Bachelor history. And I think next week could be just as good. Uh, any other standout moments from the episode? I mean, I do want to... I, I definitely don't want the episode to go by without talking about how amazing Leo was and how he deserved so much better than the goodbye yeah. that he got tonight. Yeah, I don't know. I think Leo um, is... Uh, I think Leo is a good guy, um, but he's just not what she's looking for. And I don't know. I feel like Leo... Are you saying a guy that stars in an Aquaman show at a SeaWorld-like amusement park is not marriage material? <laughs> yeah, you said that. You said that. <laughs> we went out with uh, a couple of friends the other night, and you dropped that bomb because we found out that uh, my buddy's girlfriend, who we were just meeting for the first time, watches the show, and... <laughs> You dropped that bomb. I thought that was hilarious. He totally, he looks like he could be a, like a Jason Momoa stand-in, you know? Um, like a poor man's Jason Momoa. I like that. And I'm going to wear my hair like him in solidarity tomorrow to work. I was going to wear my hair like that anyway, but it's fine. I mean, you're not going to do like the ponytail pullback that I said, you know, you... Uh, Becca you, can pull <laughs> off a lot of looks, and I'm glad you brought that up. What I don't want Becca to do is get like some of the other bachelorettes get and they get like all Botox in a few months because like they get on TV and then they start She's getting all these opportunities. I, yeah, I but know. like you so. see some of these bachelorettes and they look so natural on their season. And then all of a sudden, a couple of months later, you're like, oh. Who's the know. new face? She doesn't really seem like that type of person. Uh, I don't know. I think she's really pretty naturally. Yeah, you know I do too. Mean? She can pull off anything. She yeah, really can. She's really pretty. I think um 
I mean, yeah, but Leo, he's just a, I think he kind of, you know, blew it for himself because he just was open with her, which is what she wants. But he was like, you know, I don't know if, you know, I know, I feel like these guys could get down, down on one knee right now. He's like, and I just don't know if I'm there yet. And I mean, he also said like, these guys are going to give her like, could give her like the easygoing lifestyle and like, you know, whatever. He's like, I could give her love. You know, but I think he felt a little out of place. Like, he's in a different place in his life than a lot of these guys are. And I just yeah. feel like... He has much better calf muscles than anybody on that show. Yeah. I feel like he's not... Uh, he's... I just feel like he's in a different place. He, he knows that he doesn't necessarily fit in. And I think that he knew it wasn't his... He wasn't going to make it. It wasn't his time. But... Uh, and I think he probably dropped that bomb as like an easy way out. Yeah, I think so too. And I mean, like he said it himself. He's like, these guys can give you a house. I can give you love, AKA maybe an apartment in Hollywood that I share with my roommates who are also in the Aquaman show. <laughs> right. I mean, I just think he's in the, yeah, he's in a different place, you know, not that it doesn't mean he's a bad guy. No. I think he's an awesome guy. I just, I just don't think it's the right time for him. I want to give some predictions for hometowns next week. Yeah. All right. So next week, uh, this is how I think it's going to go. Um, so Colton, he, she meets Colton's family. I picture his dad to be like, hey, son, how you doing? Like mm. kind of like, you know, like football dad. And it seems like there's a lot. Of it was a little family. weird, though, like when Colton walked in, he was like, mama. Oh, yeah. I was like, no, I, I didn't like that. Yeah, a little Oedipus. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Moving on. Um, I feel like Jason's family, like I feel like. Since he's an investment banker, like his dad is also going to be an investment banker. So I feel like their house is going to be like kind of a McMansion in a way. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the dad is going to be, you know, like your basic like, hey, how are your stocks doing? And then like his mom <laughs> is going to be like a real housewife. Like we kind of saw that. Uh, Blake's family is going to be the wild card, I think. I think we get crazy mom and homewrecker English teacher basketball coach. And then we said, his poor oh, yeah, dad, Blake's, yeah, yeah. whatever, you know, his dad's got going on. Who knows? And then Garrett, Garrett's family is going to be like a lot of families we have met on these hometowns before. Middle America, they probably live in like a wood, not cabin, but like a nice, a nice yeah. house with a lot of acres. Yeah. They live in Coventry with a lot of land. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but like, <laughs> I just feel like, I, I, here's my thing though. Who do you think that uh, Becca's mother or father father was talking about when they were like i just i don't want you to actually pick him no, it wasn't becca's mother or father or who's or, or who's becca's was family it? it was um i want to say it was garrett's brother who said who said that um but i think it, it might have been taken out of context yeah i thought that was becca's oh yeah well she actually we're, we're not her parents. Well, yeah, and, but, no, and garrett's yeah, right. i mean uh, becca's dad is yeah, but who do you not think, with yeah, us yeah that's right that's right uh no i don't know why i thought that i thought it was her stepdad for a second but then who was that do you think that said that i think that was garrett's brother because it looked like garrett. it looked like an older guy though it looked like yeah but i mean garrett can have an older brother yeah but the guy didn't look like in his 30s he looked like he was in his 60s will's will's parents just celebrated 50 years together i, I mean yeah <laughs> but i didn't really think that that i don't know his brother that didn't look like a brother it looked like a father of, of of one of one of the guys um i mean i don't know that for huh. a fact but it's just it's just my opinion uh but um as I've said, the whole episode, Hometowns, is my favorite episode, and I'm looking forward to next week. Oh, my God. Um, I'm still going to say I think uh, I think 
Team Blake could could still be strong. Um, I'm gonna say that every episode, just so people are reminding, or my, I'm reminding everybody of what my prediction is. I just don't know if hometowns next week is gonna have a bearing on her decision, and I think it will in some ways. I think a hometowns definitely have. a Oh, big, I think it's the most important date. Yeah, I mean you you get to see where these people you know come from you also know these are your in-laws you're gonna have to kind of know for the rest of your life and or spend holidays with and, and whatever you get done with the press tour but i just i don't know i mean if his family is that disjointed because of the affair that happened and all that like how is that going to affect the way she feels at his hometown which i feel like it should be about you and that person but family has a big you know bearing on a lot of relationships it's just it's tricky man it's so tricky um but yeah i mean i don't know i don't know we'll see what happens next week hometowns are important and then what do we got like two episodes after that or one episode pretty much and then is it two or one almost paradise oh god uh intros (laughs) i think we have like three more episodes wow man this is blowing by crazy all right well uh that's all i got do you have anything else Okay, cool. (laughs) All right. Well, with that being said... If you did not receive a rose, take a moment, say your goodbyes. Bye. Bye! The Bachelor After Party with Becca and Tony will be released every Monday night following the episode, and you can find us on Podbean and iTunes.